Let's get to know Voice Over View. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, ready to give you some more actionable, practical advice this week on the podcast, introducing you to a service that maybe you already use, but maybe you're going to find out a little bit more about, or maybe it's a service that you don't currently use, but I feel fairly confident that by the end of this episode, you're definitely going to want to at least check it out. Now, Just before we get into what that is, I would like to ask one quick favor. If you're enjoying the podcast, would you take a minute to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? Those reviews can help other people find the podcast and maybe it'll encourage them to listen and learn a few things as well. So thank you for taking a minute to leave that review. I was shocked as I started researching this episode to find out how long Voice Overview has actually been around for. I remember when Danny launched it, I just didn't realize that it had been around as long as it had. And so it's kind of crazy that it's actually taken me this long to have the opportunity to sit down and interview her. But if you have ever wondered about voice overview, what it is, what it can do for your business, whether or not it's a tool that you might want to check out, I think you're going to get all of those questions answered in this interview. Every voice actor knows about essential tools like your microphone, your interface, your DAW. But many overlook other essentials that are often less discussed tools, such as invoicing, accounting, customer management tools. But we are running a business after all. And knowing your numbers, knowing where the money's coming from, having a system in place to keep up with jobs and auditions, it really is essential to running a thriving business. And my guest today knew that she needed a solution like this, so she did what any good entrepreneur does. She invented it. Uh, Welcome to the show, Chief Everything Officer of Voice Overview, Danny States. Hey, Mark. <laughs> I am the chief everything officer. <laughs> that is uh, that is I feel like that's a very common thing when you're when you're running a small business and you don't have an army of minions running around to take care of everything. You 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 kind of do have to do everything. Yeah, you do. You really do. I mean, whether you're a voice actor or whether you're running a, a small a, a small side business, you know, like voice overview, you know, yeah, absolutely. You do everything. So tell us about the origin story of Voice Overview. I'm assuming this is one of those things where you got the bright idea and you're like, oh, I can build that out in a weekend. No problem. Let's just get that going and up and running and and away we go. Talk, Talk about what would ever possess you to take on the monumental task of investing and building out a service like Voice Overview. Yeah. Well, so uh, the story goes like this. In 2013, I got laid off from my job and I was a six-figure marketing exec. And I needed to figure out, you know, what was next. And mm-hmm. because 
uh, I hated marketing. <laughs> As you know, I hate marketing. <laughs> It's a very interesting line of work that you've gone into, but carry on. I know. I know. Uh, I hated marketing. And so, you know, uh, I had always wanted to do voiceover. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try voiceover. I have six months of unemployment. I'm going to try voiceover, see if I can even make a dent. But one of the things that I needed to know was what my numbers looked like. You know, how many auditions did it take for me to book a job? You know, how much money was I making? So while my unemployment was going on, uh, and I was submitting my three to six job applications a week. I was auditioning my tushy off and really trying to build a business. And so as part of that, I had my husband, who is a business finance guy, build me a really cool spreadsheet. And I only had to enter a few pieces of data. And all of that information would feed this beautiful dashboard that that had all of this great information on it. And right. So that's kind of how it started. And I shared that, you know, the voiceover community is so lovely. And so I, I made friends really quickly and easily with some lovely people. And I would say, yeah, you know, my addition to booking ratio, it used to be 150 to 1. Now it's at 38 to 1, you know. And they're like, how do you know that? And I was right. like, oh, I have this spreadsheet. So I would share that with people and, you know, lock everything down that they could, that, that they could so they couldn't screw anything up. And invariably, they would screw it up. <laughs> I would yeah. be one of those people. I have the ability, I think, to screw up any spreadsheet, no matter what you do to it, no matter how secure you think it is, I could probably find a way to screw it up. So, so I understand that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So fast forward, I had a conversation with uh, Rachel Fulginetti, who I love today still. And she was, I showed her this and she was like, oh my God, you have an app here. You need to build this. So I partnered with Joe Davis. We all know and love Joe. So mm -hmm. he and I partnered. He was my mentor and um, a, a investor. And so uh, we went out and we found a group to build this. And that's kind of how it started. So in uh, June of 2017, we launched. And it's just grown ever since. And we launched with like the bare basics, the bare basics of tools. And then we have just added on. Uh, Joe and I, actually, I, I bought Joe out in 2018, 2019, and uh, took it on fully on my own because I was really running it anyway. What do you think when you say that you started it in June of 2017? Because my first reaction was, wait a minute, this has been around that long? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been around That's that crazy. long. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I think is uh, I have all this gray hair right here, <laughs> and, and I <laughs> don't have much. That's what you get much. from being a CEO? <laughs> I know. Yes. That's that's the it's not just the stock options that you get. It's the it's the gray no, hairs. It's the gray hairs. Yeah. <laughs> I think when when we started it, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, I don't know, is it going to take off? Yep. And and it really has. And and as, uh, I don't market it. You know, it's almost all word of mouth. Every yep. once in a while, I'll buy a I'll buy a Facebook ad and see what happens. Yep. Uh, but that's the extent of my marketing. And so it's all word of mouth, which makes me really happy because, sure. you know, the, the voiceover community, as we know, is small and huge. And if something really was, you know, went wrong, like everybody would know about it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it makes me happy from a business standpoint, just because I know that generally speaking on the business side of things, it's the last thing that voice actors think of. And so the fact that people are recognizing, oh, wait a minute, this is actually something that I need and this can actually make a difference in my business. It's 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 nice to know that people are catching on to that and, and building out their business more professional in that way. But there is one question that I have to ask, and I know you yes. know what this question is going to be, because it's yes. the question that it gets debated more than anything else. So I want to hear it mm -hmm. straight from Danny. 
is voiceover view a CRM? <laughs> no. Flat out, no. VoiceOver there you view go. Is you had you CRM. heard it here. <laughs> yeah. VoiceOver view is a business tracking and management platform with a simple CRM component. Okay. That is what we say. That is what I say when people in VOpreneur say, hey, I need a CRM, and somebody invariably pops up and says, voice overview. I'm always the one to go, great, let's take a look, and here's, here's what we are. So it's yeah. something that you would use in conjunction with the CRM. You know, it really depends. Yes, for many people, for I'd say, hmm, I'd say probably for... I'll, I'll, I'll go 50-50, but I don't even think it's that much. I probably think it's 25-75. Okay. Uh, I think a, a small percentage of our subscribers use VoiceOverview in conjunction with another CRM. Okay. With, a, with something like Nimble or Zoho or Contactually or, you know, the, all of the ones that are out there that are far more robust. And then there is a much larger... Macro set, not subset, macro set. I don't know what it's called. That sounds like uh, fancy CEO speak yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I know. know. Well, you know, <laughs> I do have a marketing background. Uh, I can play corporate bingo all day long. <laughs> um, but there is a much larger set of our users who do use VoiceOverView as their full-on client management platform. Right. And the reason they do and the reason that we built VoiceOverView is because not everybody has the mindset of, you know, and, and I'm one of them. You know, not everybody has the mindset of of tracking every single email. Like it's a it's a a desire, but it's not a it's not a reality, or it's right. not um, it's it's just so far outside of 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 their technical comfort zone or expertise. Yeah. yeah. So I I want to get into some of the features of voice overview so people yeah. can understand this, but I really want to. I do want to talk about the CRM side of things because it does get asked a lot. Mm-hmm. I've played around with the software a little bit. I signed up for a trial, you know, before the interview, just kind of go through it and get a sense of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's an address book in it. Mm-hmm. So it allows you to keep your database as far as keeping your clients, keeping their, their contact information and everything. Yep. Are there capabilities in that address book? Can you tag people that, you know, this is a client for this genre or things like that? Like it, what... What would you consider are the CM the CRM capabilities or the basic CRM capabilities of the platform that would make somebody maybe not need a CRM in conjunction with voice overview? Yeah. So that's a great question. So yes, you can tag you can tag clients, prospects, leads, you can tag genres, you can create all sorts of wonderful tags that allow you to search and sort clients. Uh, same with jobs. Um, the address book is there. The only email component is that when you enter a client, when you enter a contact and, and you enter their email address uh, in the client list, as well as in reminders, which is another CRM component, the address link is live. So if you click on that address link, it will open up your email um, so host Outlook and or Gmail or whatever exactly whatever, okay. whatever your default is. Okay. And then you can send from there. But it doesn't track that you've done that, it doesn't, it doesn't hold any of that information. Okay. Um, every contact, every job has a, a note field. You can set uh, custom notes and reminders. There are also some built-in reminders that, uh, so for contacts, for example, you can set your reminders at 30, 60, or 90 days. And okay. once you've added a new contact, if you haven't booked a job with them in that period of time, then uh, you'll get a reminder that says, hey, you added this contact and you haven't booked. Do you want to reach out? You can dismiss that or reach out, reset it, et cetera. 
that's a really nice component. And some people use that as their full on as their full on client relationship management platform. Like, well, and to me, enough. that's one of the biggest aspects of the CRM, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that a CRM can do for you, but the big one of the biggest parts for me is the we'll call it accountability, right? The mm-hmm. accountability of not forgetting the people in your database, because if you're not maintaining regular communication with your prospects and your clients in particular, you're probably leaving money on the table. So yes. I can understand now that you've got a, a basic contact component that allows you to do some tagging so you can kind of segment your database out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then there is a reminder component in it. I can mm-hmm. see how that can function as a basic CRM in that regard yep. without all of some of the other bells and whistles that other CRMs bring to the table. So I can see where somebody could use that and, and get away with that as the the primary tool that they're using because those are some of the most important things that you need. The reminder cycle is a, is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, too, is, you know, if you do do a good good job of using tags and some of the other components, then you can actually run reports. So you could run a report on your contacts, you know, that are production house contacts, for example. You can export that, import that into your, into like a MailChimp or whatever, you know, whatever email thing you're using. So... Yeah, there are definitely, you can do all of that stuff. We are getting down to crunch time. I've got just a couple of weeks left to get VoiceOver Marketing Playbook version 3.0 completed online and ready to go. I am overhauling this course from top to bottom. Not only am I changing out the course itself, I'm also going to change out the platform that it's delivered on to make it easier and more efficient for everybody that is taking the course. I'm pulling out all the stops for Playbook 3.0. If you need to level up your voiceover marketing, if you need help with finding leads, if you need help with writing emails, if you need help with coming up with social media strategies, voiceover marketing playbook version 3.0 is what you need. It is the step-by-step marketing course that's gonna teach you how to find your own leads, build your own client base, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. And it is going to be brand new when it lands in April. Mark your calendars. Plan to sign up now. You can get details at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. It will be available April 11th through the 20th at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now back to our show. We live in a very connected world now, and, and yeah. everybody wants everything to connect to everything else. And yeah. I know I've had this conversation with Brad Newman, Brad of, of Upper Level yeah. Hosting and Upper oh, Level Brad. CRM. And, you know, he's like, he's asked me the question, like, what would it take for you to switch from Nimble to Upper Level CRM? And mm-hmm. I talk about the Gmail integration because I'm a Gmail inter- uh, user. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, that's what I need. Well, then when Brad explains how many tens of thousands of dollars that it costs to get access to the APIs to get into Gmail's interface, all of a sudden you understand why, well, maybe this isn't realistic for some of these small businesses. So I'm guessing you've probably run into similar things. There's probably integrations that you wish were there. Integrating with a MailChimp, for example, would probably be great. But I'm also (laughs) guessing that it's probably something that's a lot more complicated and expensive than most people realize. Yes, absolutely. Um, That's really true. And so we've done a couple of integrations uh, with our invoicing system. But in terms of those email platforms, yeah, it's it's really difficult. And, you know, then, you know, you let's say we do MailChimp. Then somebody else is like, well, can you do constant contact? Well, yeah. can you, you know, and then pretty soon you're just like, all. <laughs> so then the question is, do you want to, I, bl- I believe your your monthly fee is $10 a month, right? So uh-huh. do you want a $10 a month monthly fee or do you want a $49.99 a month monthly fee? And so you have to exactly. understand that there's got to be a little bit of give and take in there to make some of these 
integrations happen. So are there any kind of automations then that come along with that? Or is it just once you've set a reminder, it's just going to prompt you, hey, you should get in touch with this person again? Or are there automations like you can set a reminder and it will automatically send an email or something like that at the 60 days or whatever? Yeah, it won't automatically send an email. The The thing that we're looking at right now is a couple of different automations for the user. So okay. uh, right now, you know, our the 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 reminder widget is the thing is sort of your contact bible, right? Um, okay. What do I need to do right now, bible? But we're looking at a couple of of new things. One is sending, for example, a weekly email to our users, to you, the user that says, "Hey, you've got these reminders that are." Just here. a digest of yes. here's what you should be focused on. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is uh, creating a calendar. So one of the one of the drawbacks of voice overview of our reminder widget is that it on the day that the reminder comes due, that's when it shows up. You can't see it into the future. So if okay. I if I have a reminder set for April 12th, I can't see it right now. I won't see it until April 12th. So we are looking at building a, a reminder calendar that you can see all of your reminders out into the future. So those are ways to see more, get a more holistic view. Something that's always a work in progress, right? I think one of the things you've probably figured out very quickly when you built the service was there's always another feature. There's there's always one more feature request that just when you think, ah, this is the iteration, and then somebody's like, hey, could you get it to do this? Hey, what if it did that? Oh, what? right. There's always one more feature. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know what? That's the thing I, I, I'm super proud of with voice overview is that, you know what? When people ask for things, it, it just takes a few requests. And then we're like, yeah, we'll look at that. Now, every once in a while, it's like, yeah, we'll look at that. And oh, God, no, we can't. It's going to cost 100 grand. Thanks, yeah, but no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but very often, you know, so like invoicing is an example. Like yeah. we did not we we did not have invoicing and we had a little simple link to PayPal. You know, here you go. You can go create a PayPal invoice, you know. Yep. And that was it. And it wasn't even an API integration. It was just a link to PayPal. But we had a bunch of requests. And so we integrated with Wave apps first. And I was also, I was really resistant to it. I was like, oh, I don't need another invoicing thing. I don't want to do it. But I'm the CEO. I have to test everything. So I got into Wave apps and I was like, oh my God, this is mind blowing. So easy. And the way that our integration works, it's so wonderful. Like it just grabs the information from your job, populates it, and you can send it and do all the things right from there. But that was a user request, a number of users, like a number of users. And finally, we were like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. It cost a lot, but it was worth it. So let's dig into that a, a little bit deeper then. So you're saying now with these integrations that Voice Overview has, do you still need to use, like it still integrates with Wave or can you use Voice Overview as your sole service for it's going to send my invoices? Do you do payment processing or anything like that? Or no, you still no. need a QuickBooks or a yeah, Wave or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. So you have, so we, so f- here's the thing. We are integrated with Wave apps, FreshBooks and QuickBooks. Wave Apps is a free service that does every single thing that Wave Apps or that, that FreshBooks and QuickBooks does for free. Yep. yep. The only and and they don't charge a higher transaction processing fee. They like they they don't give you any ads. It almost seems too good to be true. I've been using it for <laughs> years, and it's like I, 
There's a part of me that waits for the other shoe to drop, but actually when you dive into Wave's business model, you see that there are a lot of other monetization structures in their business model that Mm -hmm. allow them to offer the most basic service, which most of us are using for free. And I'm like, please let it always stay that way. Yes, me too. Me too. You know, and if not, then just grandfather us in. So, yes. yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's exactly right. So we started with Wave Apps, A, because it was free, B, because everybody that was requesting pretty much was asking for that. Yep. And so you do need to have the invoicing platform because we don't hold any of your banking information. Okay. We don't even hold, so voice overview, our servers don't even hold your PayPal or credit card information to pay your subscription fee. That's right. held over by in Braintree, which is part of PayPal. So we do not hold anything like that important financial information. And I'm happy about that. So, yeah. So when you uh, when you book a job and you've delivered it and it's ready to invoice, then you click the create invoice link. It opens up a pop up box that uh, you fill out for wave apps that you actually don't even fill out. You just you just click yes. And it creates the invoice with your job title, the amount it grabs the person's contact information that booked you, and you can send it right from voice overview. You can type in your personalized message. And then the only thing that you have to do is once it's paid, you have to mark it as paid because the API only allows for voice overview to push data up. It does not pull data out, which again, I'm happy about. So correct me if I'm wrong on this then, but really the advantage to this integration is that gives you the numbers your like it gives you your invoice numbers in your dashboard invoice overview so that helps with the reporting when you're trying to get a an overview of this is what I've earned this year you know mm-hmm. the, does it tie into the expense portion of of wave as well no api limits that okay there, yeah so there's no expenses so it's just showing you your income so you know this is this is how much i've made this year yeah well it's it's more than that though so one of the one of the problems early on and one of the th- one of our uh, subscriber complaints was i have to double enter I have right. to enter invoice overview, and then I have to enter it over here in my invoice. Okay. Now, this removes that double entry okay. because everything from voice voice overview is your is your Bible, and then it just pops up into uh, Wave Apps, QuickBooks, or FreshBooks. Okay. And I will also say from a from a user perspective, uh, the Wave Apps integration is far more elegant and and lovely than the FreshBook and QuickBooks. That doesn't surprise me. You're, you're, you're probably difference between working with a smaller company and a large corporate company who just wants to make things difficult for the fun of it or whatever. Yes, yes exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I think this is really important because I obviously come from the business side of things. And I, I think that it's really important for running a business that you have to know what your numbers are. Mm-hmm. And on any given day, if you can't tell me what your current earnings are, that's a problem. Because how do you know if you're on pace for your quarter, for your year, whatever. So obviously this integration with Wave makes it nice. Being able to do that invoicing makes it nice. Talk about some of the other features that are in voice overview that really helps get that clearer picture on the financial side of your business. Yeah. So when you enter a job, there are six fields that you enter and that's it. And not even that many if you are duplicating a job because you've got your creating a job from another job that you've done with a client, you know, so it's really fast and easy. Those six data points populate this entire dashboard that 
depending on how you have it organized. But it populates an entire dashboard that shows you first your trailing 13-month revenue trend. So I can see right now for March 16th, I can see where I am right now compared to last year, March. Okay. I can see where I am compared to every single month in the last 12 months. Sure. It has a... Um, monthly yearly comparison that allows you to see in numbers, so not in a, in a graph format, but in a number format, a data table, you know, where are you, uh, where am I th today compared to last month to date, compared to last year to date, com compared to last month year to date, all sorts of cool ways to look at your numbers. It also allows you to see what your job status is. So you can see for your, your trailing six months, if you have any outstanding invoices that haven't been paid yet, it's right there on your it's right there on your dashboard with live links. That when you, if you click on one of those live links, it will run that report that will show you the two outstanding invoices, for example, that haven't been paid. There's also a job source mix and growth, which shows where's your money coming from, where are you booking the most, where and and how is that shifting over time, your job job type mix and growth. Um, so what types of work are you booking most? So for example, when I first started in voiceover, I was doing, you know, I was on one of the pay to plays and I was doing primarily corporate videos and, you know, things like that. It's shifted so much now, you know, so most of my work is in commercial work now, but I've been able to see that shift over time. There's also the ability to, we have a income statement that is built in and so you can run reports on your on your income statement off of the dashboard, export that. We implemented that last year in January. And oh my gosh, our subscribers accountants or our subscribers who account for themselves were so thrilled with that feature. And then we upgraded it this year to include, you can do both uh, accrual accounting, which is based on the booked date of the job, or cash accounting based on the paid date of the job. And, and cash accounting is really the, the standard for most business. So now you can run an expense report or an uh, income statement based on cash accounting, which is really wonderful. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, uh, there's so many clues in data, right? And the mm -hmm. problem is for a lot of voice actors, we track the wrong data. Yeah. And so, you know, is it a CRM? Can it can it track my emails? That's like everybody's number one concern. Can it track my emails? Except that <laughs> the data point of whether or not your email getting open is so completely and utterly insignificant in the grand scheme of things, but it's the one that we obsess about the most. Yeah. But I would so much rather be able to get a very clear trend statement of, you know, income growth. I think that's a big deal. I think Having that 12-month look back can be really great when you come into July and business is slowing and you're freaking out, but then you can look back and see, oh, wait, July's been a slow month every year for the last five years because, oh, I guess everybody's going on vacation. And then you can settle down a little bit and, mm -hmm. and take a breath, right? I noticed that when I was looking through that there was the most extensive list of job types that I think that I've ever seen in my life. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's like 50 million types of voiceover. Yeah. But that is an incredibly important statistic to me, because if I can see consistently these two or three genres, this is where all my money's coming from. Now I can build a strategy around that. Let me focus more on that, because obviously that's that's working for me. And so having access to the right data is so key. And it sounds like that's a big part of what voice overview gives. So let's talk a little bit about some of the business insights then because i know that's mm -hmm. a section of the of the software so we've mm -hmm. we've talked about some of the financial insights that you can get trends and all of that sort of stuff 
What are some of these business insights? What, what are we talking about specifically and how does that benefit a, a voice actor from a marketing standpoint, from a customer management standpoint? Well, I think, you know, business insights are interesting because I think that I think that means a little bit of it's it means something different to everybody. Mm-hmm. So for me, the business insights really are, uh, for example, my client list and my and, you know, one of the things that that we do is all of, for example, I have um, 21 different contacts at Pandora. But every single job that I book through any one of those contacts rolls up to that top line of Pandora. Right. So I can see all of my clients ranked by income, you know, whether it's ranked by overall career to date (laughs) income or, you know, year to date, I can slice and dice all of that. So it gives me a a sense of really who my top clients are. It gives me a sense of who I haven't worked with in, you know, six years. I think really the job type mix and source and the job growth mix and source are both so important because you can really, again, see where you should be placing your money. So if you are somebody who does uh, online casting sites, for example, and you're on Bedalgo and you're on Voice123 and you're on Voices.com and you're on VO Planet and, you know, whatever yep. else, right? Yep. Well, where are you making your money? Right. Like where and who are you going to drop? And I do that all the time. You know, I'll I'll drop somebody. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm not making any money there. Yep, Not worth the effort. It's not worth the effort. Yeah. Another business insight that I think um, is it's a double edged sword. So you really have to have the right mindset about it. But is your audition to booking ratio. And uh, in Voice Overview, when you audition for a job, you can do a simple tally audition. That's just it's a you know, I did three on voice one, two, three. I did two with an agent, et cetera. It takes literally a second to do. Yep. Um, and when you book the job, when you book a job, if you audition for it, you click this little button that sa- or this little check box, box that says I auditioned for it and where you found it. So if, if it's your agent, for example, you, you can see what your audition to booking ratio is for agents. You can see what your audition to booking ratio is for Voice123 or for any of the online casting platforms. Yep. Any place where you've auditioned for, like that's, again, a really great uh, a really great piece of information. Those are the metrics that matter. Those are the metrics mm-hmm. that actually move the needle. I mean, I want to know top three clients, for example, from an income standpoint, like that to me is really important. But the reason to me why that's really important is because I want to figure out how do I get another one of those in case yes. one of them ever goes away, right? Yes, exactly. Sometimes we get those those top clients that we don't even realize that like 80% of our income is coming from a couple of clients. And if one of those changed direction for whatever reason, yeah. and your business is dinked, But you can avoid that if you're paying attention to those data points and making sure that you're constantly trying to bring something else in. And, and, you know, it helps you to figure out where to focus your efforts, where to focus your marketing, what's working, what isn't. I really like Mm -hmm. that side of it. So you you touched on auditions. Let's dig into that a little bit more. Audition tracking. Mm -hmm. Just give us a, a little bit of a sense of how does that feature work? Are we saying like, is it I submitted an audition or is it walk you through like from the quote stage to the audition stage to the booked stage to the delivered stage to the invoice stage like is it a pipeline what what does that look like i'm gonna say yes okay. which means it's both so okay. depending on how you want to track your audition so for me personally i do not want to track the details of every audition that's not important to me because you know we audition far more than we book so that yep. would be a, a waste of time i just want to be able to look and see uh how many auditions did I do on on this pl- through this place today? How many auditions did I do through that place? I set an audition goal of a hundred a month. 
so you can set an audition goal and then do, I'm tracking to that. I I may not hit it. I may right. go over it, but it's it's like a mindset to go. You oh, got you a know number what? that you're aiming for. Exactly. Like right now. Yes. So this month, this month, my audition, my audition goal is is just shot. I mean, it's just shot. Um, I've been working on another project for Voice Overview, actually. So I've been working on this other project, and you know, I just haven't had time to audition. But I see that goal of a hundred, and I'm like, ah, you know, Voice Over Vo- Vo Atlanta's coming up. I'm not going to be auditioning then. I- I'm not going to hit that, but it's my goal still. Yep. Uh, so, so uh, if you want to track your auditions, the details of your auditions, we also offer that. It's okay. just not something that I think is – there are a few people that I know that track that. But it's 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 not a – I guess it's it's audition tracking and job tracking. Yeah. Right? It's a, so yes. there are certain things that I uh, – like I don't even track half of my auditions. But definitely tracking my my jobs mm-hmm. once I've submitted a quote or, or mm-hmm. you know, the client's got the audio for approval or things like that that I want to pay a little bit closer attention of. So it gives you yeah. the ability to do some of those things, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you can do those things. Um, And then, of course, you know, when you do book an audition, you know, let's say you did it through an agent, you select the how did they find me? It's an agent. And then, you know, I auditioned for this. And now on your homepage, on your overview page widget, you'll be able to see that your audition to booking ratio has has changed. Sure. You know, going back to the, you know, your top clients and the amount of, you know, like knowing where what portion of your business is coming from your top clients on the overview page, there's your top 10 clients. And that clearly shows what percentage of your income right now today is coming from those top 10 clients. And last year compared to last year for the entire year what the what that income is and and I can tell you that from my in my business right now my top 4 clients are providing far too much yep of my, i think every of voice actor is probably in that same position mm-hmm. it's the whole mm-hmm. 80-20 rule, right? 80% exactly. of your income coming from 20% of your clients or whatever, right? And exactly. so you, you lose one of those clients and you're just dinked. Exactly. Yeah. And but to know that and to see it I see it in front of my face every day and some yep. days I'm like Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better. Do and then other days, that. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> so it just depends. <laughs> it's but those are the things. That's the information that you got to be paying attention to. That's yeah. those are the data points that are going to help you to to grow your business and and evolve your business in the right way. Yeah. So something else I noticed, I'm hoping you can give us a little clarity on voice overview gives you the ability to upload demos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it a, is it a demo player or is it just that these demos sit? I know because you also get a one page website with your subscription, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. walk us through that. If I put my demos yeah. there, can I embed that player onto an external website oh. or? Yeah, no. Okay. So the one page website serves a very specific purpose. That very specific purpose is to provide a place for you to post a couple of demos to have a bio of it's it's modeled after you know some of the online casting platform profile pages okay and and it's designed for somebody who's just starting out who doesn't yet have uh, enough information or you know a great web presence yet isn't ready for a great web presence but they want to be able to send somebody somewhere Sure. And so this is this provides that without sending them to an online casting site where, you know, they're going to take your business. 
So, Can or or they're going to see like a whole bunch of other voice actors who, you know, right. then become your competition. This is yep. still just you. Yeah. So can you use a, a custom URL on that? Like, could I mm-hmm. register a domain and point it to that page or does it show up as whatever voiceoverview.com forward slash Mark Scott, yeah. whatever your structure is? Yeah, exactly. You can. And we do have a lot of people who uh, okay. just purchase a domain and point it. Mm-hmm. Point it yeah. And right then on. and then the cool thing is, is when they're ready to build a, a full-blown website, they then it just they just stop pointing it. Yep. You know, and they still have got their one-page website, but now everybody goes to their yep. new, right new site. Yeah. Yeah. So give us a little bit of uh, you know look into the crystal ball here. What what is the where does the future go for for voiceover view? I'm guessing there's some some things that are in the works. Maybe some things that are being tossed around. Uh, you know, the uh, a developer's work is never done. So what what kind of things can we look for? First of all, I have to say my developers are saints. (laughs) You you know, anybody who knows me, I'm all over the map and I'm a big, bright idea gal. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, let's do that. It's going to be easy, right? They are saints. They keep me, they keep me grounded uh, and keep me honest. But one of the things that we're looking at, so my CRM of choice, and I'm not a, a, a fabulous user of it, but I aspire to be, is close. Okay. Uh, and so one of the things that, that we have been looking at, and for anybody who's listening who is a subscriber, you've been hearing this for over a year, so I apologize. Uh, we are looking at uh, doing an integration with close. So that- Just to clarify, because there's actually two different close CRMs. Oh, Oh. C-L-O-Z-E. Z, yeah. That close, right? Yes, So that's is correct. it C-L-O-Z-E dot com? com dot com? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, that's, that's what we're looking at integrating with. And it's just one of those things that, you know, it's either going to happen or it's not, but we're looking at it. Um, the other integration that's, that's crucial, I think, is uh, integrating with Zoho for uh, invoicing. Because our UK clients, our UK subscribers, and many of our non-US subscribers can't use Wave apps anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. I when I, when I heard that happen, I was like, "What is going on there?" That's a very large audience to abandon. Uh, yeah, huge. And I'm I, I'm guessing it has something to do with Brexit, but you know, I don't know anything. So that is one thing that I expect will happen this year. Because we okay. do have a quite a large contingent of non-U.S. subscribers, which is which is also really lovely. We are just getting ready to launch our new public-facing website. That's the project that I've been like heads down with for a while, and I have to say, like I'm, I'm so proud of it, and I'm so excited to share it. It's been, I, I have honestly been like embarrassed sometimes to send our our current public-facing website out because it's just like. Wah, wah. Um, you know, uh, the funny story behind that is when we were launching in 2017, we launched in June, on June 1st of 2017, about May 15th, we went, holy cow, we don't have a public facing website. We don't, how are people going to find us? How are they going to (laughs) register? Minor oversight. (laughs) Yeah. We we were so focused on like getting the tool right. Right. So, uh, anyway, so we built that and it's never changed. So, you know, the, the language was slapped together. The images were slapped together. What you'll see, because it'll be launched this weekend, so before this podcast comes out, what you'll see is our fabulous new website that really tells our story. And wow. I'm really excited about that. Like, yeah, I'm really excited about that. One of the things that I have learned 
with Nimble because I use Nimble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are things about Nimble that I love that a lot of voice actors have never even played with or never even figured out before because they just get in there and do a thing with it or whatever. It ignores mm-hmm. some of the other features. Mm-hmm. As the CEO of Voice Overview, what would you say are one or two of maybe the the underutilized or overlooked features that you're like, hey, you know what, guys, it can do this and, and you should pay a little bit closer attention to that feature or play around with that particular thing. Is there something like that that you notice? Yeah, I think, so. you know, it's so funny because all I do uh, ask me anything Tuesdays twice a month and people yep. come in and, you know, they'll, they'll ask, well, how do I do this? I'm like, oh, let me tell you, uh, you know. I think one of the one of the underutilized features and and we're we've started to socialize it more and and I can talk I could talk about how we do that but uh, we've started to socialize more the the duplicate feature. So one of the things that's really lovely is for those clients that come back all the time rather than entering all of the information in the job form, you can duplicate the job and enter just a couple of different pieces of information, save it, and it's done. So when you're starting out to book a job, uh, it takes less than a minute to, to fill out the whole form. But when you're duplicating a job, it takes five seconds, 10 so seconds. So that automotive client that comes back every month or the radio yeah. imaging client that comes back yeah. every month or, you know, the affiliate contract that you've got. Yes. So those types of jobs that are more repetitive in nature. Yes, exactly. Every, every every little bit of time saved, it all starts to add up, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I point that out to people, they're like, oh, how did I miss that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. so that actually is one of them. I think the other one that, that uh, is uh, probably overlooked or probably undervalued is the income statement and the exporting. And that's simply because it's still a fairly new feature. And sometimes okay. it takes people a while to like find it and go, oh my gosh, there it is. So uh, that's that's another one that's, that's really, it, I mean, it breaks it down, you know, by quarter. So I can file my quarterly taxes so easy. Yep. All of that. Those are probably two of the things that are, are, are big, but small. Right on. You know? Yeah. So if somebody wants to play around with it, now they've got a better sense of, of what it can and can't do. And, and it sounds like it can do a lot of really powerful things from particularly, like you said, it's a business management tool. Yes, it is. And I think yeah. it's really important to clarify what it is. But once you've clarified what it is, then you can start to get a better sense of, wow, there's a lot of things that this can really help me with in my business. So yeah. if somebody wants to sign up, give it a shot. Do you offer a trial? What is mm-hmm. the trial? And, and how to, where do we go to take advantage of it? Yeah. So uh, we offer a 30-day free trial, and we also have a no-surprise guarantee. And what that means is, is that three, uh, a, a week before your trial ends, so with Nimble, with LinkedIn, with all these other subscriptions, right, you you sign up for a trial, and then all of a sudden you get a you get the charge. Thank you and you're for like, your automatic renewal. Yeah. I know. You're like, ah! Yep. So uh, we actually, so when your when your 30 days are up, one week before, we send you an email that says, hey, this is coming. You're going to be charged. You know, here's how you cancel. Here's mm-hmm. how you upgrade from monthly to yearly if you, if you love us so much that you want to do that, et cetera. Yep. We give you that information right up front. The other thing, too, is, so it's a 30-day free trial, $9.99 a month, 96 bucks a year. If you sign up for an annual subscription right before your annual your annual payment, we send you again a week before. Hey, time flies. Yep. Just want to remind you that it's coming. Um, you know, Nobody does that. Like, yeah. Legitimately, I get surprised all like how many subscriptions. Okay, first of all, everything in the world is a subscription now, right? Mm-hmm. There, you you yeah. can't buy anything outright anymore. 
Yeah. How many subscriptions do we all have where we've had that surprise where it's like after, oh, you get the email notice after they've already dinged your credit card yeah. and, and renewed. So the fact that you offer that is actually speaks a lot to the, the character of the, of the company and the way that you've built it, because that is something that is not normal. Yeah. I just, you know, I really run this company the way that I want to be treated. Yeah. You know, so I answer emails all the time. I do the, you know, ask me anything. Like I, I just, that's what I want. Yep. You know, so that's what I, that's what I give out. And the other thing too, you know, I'll say this, Mark, is that, you know, I realize that voice overview is not for everybody. And so like for me, I really just care that people get a tool that serves them in their business. And, and if it's not voice overview, that's great. Like as long as as long as you find something that really works and really has you stay on top of of your business. The thing that I think that's great about voice overview is it is built for people who like are not business minded. Right. And I have I have so many subscribers who reach out to me and, you know, you'll see them on our new testimonial page. But so many people who reach out and say, oh, my gosh, you know, I am not a numbers person. Yep. But I have come to so rely on voice overview and I love the way it, it it's so easy. It's We're made creatives. me a numbers person. Yes. We we just want to be in the booth recording. I don't I didn't sign up to be an accountant. Nobody signed yes. up for voiceover to be an accountant. So yes. I get yes. that. To have to have that tool there that can help you along the way. And you know, from what I've played around with a little bit, it's a pretty intuitive, pretty user-friendly tool that gives you a lot of really important information and, and makes your life a little bit easier. So yeah. If somebody wants to sign up for the 30-day trial, then the website is voiceoverview.com. They don't have to do anything special. They just land on that page and away they go. Yeah. And if you see a lovely white blank page with, you know, great little fun animations, that's our new website. The new website <laughs> is coming. There yeah. we go. Yeah, it's there. Well, Danny, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time and, and also for the inspiring story. I mean, I think... At the end of the day, I love the entrepreneurial journey of it all, right? You found a problem, you solved it. And yeah. and you didn't know what you were doing, but you figured it out and you put the pieces together. And now you've got this great company that you've created that provides a valuable service for a lot of people, which is a really big deal. And I think that that's, that's a really cool thing too, right? It's not just about the, the voiceover side of it, but thank yeah. you for that. So again, the website, voiceoverview.com. And, uh, you know, everybody should go and sign up and at least give it the trial and play around with it because you might be surprised what it can actually do for your voiceover business. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. A business management tool. That sounds like the exact kind of thing that every VOpreneur needs and should have. A way that helps you to track the progress that you're making in your business, tracking your audition booking ratio, tracking your jobs from start to completion, making sure that you're on top of all of your invoices, knowing exactly what your numbers are, being able to measure growth. Am I moving in the right direction? Am I moving in the wrong direction? All of these different statistics, these are the things that matter. But they're very often statistics that we're not paying any attention to. And so just for that reason alone, it makes a solid use case for why you may want to implement VoiceOver View into your workflow. And I hope that you'll take a minute to check it out. If you haven't done it already, visit voiceoverview.com and sign up for that 30-day trial. If you found this episode helpful, if you learned something new, would you do me a favor? Would you take a picture, post it in your Instagram stories, show me that you're listening, let me know that you're listening, and tag me, of course, at Mark Scott. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly.
we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAM player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.